You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Being as we humans have traveled into another dimension, a dimension that has manipulated your sight and sound, and possibly your taste buds, a dimension that has disengaged your imagination, Let's travel back into a wonderless land, not bound by control, but filled with possibility. This is she, and you're listening to Be Simply, the roots, the alchemy of food. And today we're going to dive into the last seasonal lunar cycle of fall in the northern hemisphere and spring in the southern hemisphere we want to remember that we are on a globe (laughs) we're not just in our own little private idaho and so that little fun tongue-in-cheek explanation of where we are here on planet earth is uh, rather accurate uh, in the sense that there's been a lot of manipulation for our internal being and this is the time of great rebalancing and so for many people we might get stuck in thinking that everything is doom and gloom but I want to point out today as we dive into this food alchemy segment that food first of all is not just that what you put in your mouth and ingest in your body even though we're going to talk about some of those things today but food is everything you nourish yourself with it's your surroundings it's the media you take in it's what you read it's what you speak it's what you think and so how i work with people in rebalancing their system i work with their mind body heart and soul as noted in chinese medicine true healing occurs on a psycho spiritual level so no matter how many superfoods you buy (laughs) it will not matter if you do not address your inner landscape and this is where it can be frustrating for a lot of people when they're going through a healing process also to be noted with these segments that every human being every one of you is unique here on planet earth and so one size does not fit all so it's easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of mass media pushing different ideas and concepts especially when it relates to the physical nutrition that we put in our body and that's why it really is important not just to take something off the shelf and apply it to you it's important to have a guide, a team, uh, and that's how I love to work with people, customizing their recipe, their full recipe, uh, so that they can come back into harmony. And this changes based on so many things, which we'll dive further in to that uh, maybe in our next segment. Uh, we've been doing some karma segments on Sunday, and we'll dive into how karma has an impact on what's going on in our physical body a little bit deeper as it relates to what we're ingesting again not only food so during 
we're gonna be eye-centric on fall, not to disregard everyone that's in spring. Uh, for those of you that are interested in spring, uh, please, you can Google my name and put in spring and you'll get a lot of good information. Uh, some of this information becomes repetitive if you think about it because the, the pillars of what I'm sharing don't change. However, it's good to revisit them because again, we'll, from year to year on our annual solar cycle, we have different things that are in balance or out of balance. So we are here in the Northern hemisphere in that fall, and this is a balancing of our lungs and our colon. And during this time, it's really important to focus on letting go. So when we talk about that psycho-spiritual healing, if we have a lot of stored grief in our lungs and being that on this epoch on planet earth in this moment, uh, we've all been in, in and out of what's been known as a lockdown or a retreat, which has weighed on the consciousness of every human on this planet, which is a very interesting phenomena. And it's something that I really encourage all of you not to take lightly because we can sometimes compartmentalize, uh, start blaming things that aren't really at fault because we've been in this situation. And so we have this opportunity right now to start doing some recovery uh, as we go through the end of this Gregorian calendar, 2020, we are at, even if you're listening to this in the future, and go into 2021 by Gregorian count. Now, what I'd like to teach people in my Unlock Your Potential class, Mind You and Food, is that every annual cycle, whether you want to be on a solar cycle or a lunar cycle, you are going to have different, different rhythms, yet you will have certain points in time in that, that cycle that are maybe where you're more vulnerable, where you're, you're stronger. And if we live in a proactive well-being, we can actually really aggregate our resources in a way that can help us unlock that potential, live to our full capacity and continue to uh, move beyond what we think we know. So today, we're going uh, here in North America. We celebrate this holiday called Thanksgiving that nowadays has become controversial. Over the years, I've vacillated back and forth different ways with it. Uh, what I've come to realize uh, during my own inner work and my own journey is that there are things that existed in the past, all of our past, that maybe we wouldn't want here in the this present moment or in the future. So as this holiday has evolved, this is a great time just to express gratitude because that's what it has done. It's We've met it, we've evolved with it, and you can decide how you want to meet it. You can meet it as a vegan, you can meet it as a carnivore, you can eat it as a pescatarian, however you wish to do it. But the beautiful thing about this one thing, Thanksgiving, is we're encouraging people to be generous and to give thanks. And what a two beautiful things to help us with the psycho-spiritual elements of letting go, processing grief. That is the emotion that's held significantly in the fall, which rests in our lung. And that's been a hot topic throughout this the majority of this year. Uh, so 
when we hold this energy in our lungs, uh, that sadness, that can lead to all sorts of things that can make your system weak and that will reduce your ability to really show up as a vital human being. So being as someone that I had a karmic intersection a while back with the, my lungs and you know, I could pinpoint it on a couple things that might've happened in this life. However, when I, because it was adult onset and it was all three types, stress induced, exercise induced and allergy induced, uh, asthma affecting my lungs. And so until you ever, hopefully you don't have to ever experience having weak lungs. Uh, it's a really interesting cycle that happens, especially if you go the Western medical route. Now, the beautiful, beautiful thing about Western medicine is that if you have an immediate need, because breathing's an immediate need, right? Uh, there's resources there, there's medicines and they can help you stay alive. So we don't want to discount that. Yet, if you don't want to be dependent on those medicines, then that's when we dive into psycho-spiritual healing. So years ago, I decided I don't want to be dependent on any pharmacology that I have to go to a pharmacy and pay for one because it's rather expensive Two, if something happens like this or something else where I can't access that medication that puts me in a very precarious position and being that I also teach self-reliance and interdependence I'd rather rely on the actual nature that grows outside than one that's in a lab Again, not discounting what's possible with pharmacology, yet if we can regenerate our system, then we can remain whole. So I started an inward journey. I started doing my self-work. I uh, also created additional modalities uh, that were supporting me between food, my nutrition, uh, pranayama, my breath work, uh, through some deep, deep meditative repose, a little bit of acupuncture, and the sound treatments that I administer to other people, I would administer to myself. During this process, what happened is I started to release and let go the energetic fields that had been locked up in my lungs. So it didn't matter really what happened in this lifetime when I was an adult and all of a sudden intersected with this condition. I just had the opportunity to move beyond that really deep and let go. So that this sharing is was spontaneous, but it's just to give you an idea that when we dive into deep karmic healing, we can bring our body, mind, heart, and soul into balance. And so right now here on planet earth, we all could use a little rebalancing. There's uh, a lot of uh, tension and a lot of polarities. And as practice in the Tao, if we bring all those energies more in the center, we can work from uh, neutrality, uh, well-being, balance, harmony, and then we have so much more life to give the world around you. So for me, it's been really exciting to be free in my lung area and to understand even if I have a little bit of a, a trigger or something, which could be stress, uh, I would say that I can just use some of my practices 
and the history is not there, so it alleviates itself really quickly. Now, if you're someone that typically, because we're going into flu season, typically has flu and cold season, bronchial conditions, this is a great time of year in the fall to proactively nourish yourself and proactively clear the lungs and clear the colon. And the reason for this is that when we clear our colon, there's stuff stored in there in the tissue, and then we get stuff stored in our skin, and we get stuff stored all throughout our bodies. So fall and spring are great times for cleanses. I, I actually encourage people to do them annually in each season. And again, one size doesn't fit all. So if you're interested, you could reach out to me uh, at s at suzannetoro.com and I'm happy to see what's going on and customize something for you. And so during this process of really clearing out the system, we're letting go of physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental things that don't belong anymore. And when we do this over time, we're going to become a fine oiled machine if we keep working at it. So for those of you out there, if you're having issues, typically annually or several times over the course of the year with your lungs, pay attention, listen, nourish that part of your body. And you don't have to just wait for quote unquote lung season in your fall, but this is something you can, again, if you have a weakness, like I had the karmic intersection with asthma, I worked on it annually until it was gone. And I can, I'm happy to report uh, it's been years now since I've needed an inhaler, uh, any steroids, or had to go to the emergency room. So I'm super thankful for that process and being steadfast with it. The other thing I want to note is when we're bringing our body into balance, especially with physical food or nutrients, that it takes time. So you have to remember how much, or space, how much space it took you to get in balance. So if you've gained a lot of weight, you've, um, you all of a sudden you have cancer, uh, there's something going on. It's going to take you some space to bring it back into balance. And the recovery process is really important. So sometimes I'll, I'll work with clients with cancer, they'll get into recovery, but they're so happy not to have that C word label anymore that they forget that it's just equally as important to go through the recovery process, clearing out the system, cleansing, especially if you've done a combination of Western and Eastern medicine. Uh, some of those uh, remedies are, are toxic, so we want to clear out the system and rebalance it so there aren't other issues. So what we're going to do right now is I'm going to just let us go right now with a little random rab. Apparently I'm letting go now. And then we'll come back and we'll just talk about some simple things you can do on your day-to-day -day life to help you process and let go in your mental, physical, and emotional being. All right, with that being said, just sit back, relax, and apparently we can all let go a little.
You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. So welcome back to Be Simply. This is She, and we're going to dive a little deeper into Letting Go. That was Random Rab. That was crossing over from his album release. And that's what actually happens when we come into well-being is that we cross over into a state of being that is filled with vitality and energy and the tools to continue to bring ourselves into balance because as I mentioned we can meet karmic moments in our life where there will be physical ripening of certain conditions dis-ease in Chinese medicine we call it disharmony and when that happens it's time to rebalance so this is a dance we get to do with ourselves eternally now I wanted to give you all a, a couple ideas on the physical food as I mentioned earlier in this segment that we can't um, just focus on physical food. We have to also focus on the foods that we're feeding our mind, uh, our soul, our emotional being, and how we're taking that in via media, via interactions with others. All of those will lead to building up your system or diminishing your system. And so when you start to notice that there are some imbalances, it's time to say, okay, let's have a little talk to yourself. And like I said, it's it's good to get outside assistance. Uh, feel free to reach out to me if I can assist you. I have a great resource of teammates that I work with on an integrative approach on all kinds of conditions that uh, really is valuable because then everyone can do their part and assist the individual to come into balance and then they can be on their merry way. So in fall time, uh, we really want to recommend we, via the science of Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, to let go, to release. And this like also, if you are listening from the Southern Hemisphere, another part of the world, or close to the equator, uh, in springtime, it's also a good time to do some releasing and letting go. When we're in the fall, this is a time that we uh, will look at a couple things on the food front that can help us. If you eat seasonally, wherever you are, this helps because you will then naturally be brought into harmony with the ecosystem that you're residing in. Now, if you've uh, migrated from a different part of the world, your body is still going to need foods from where you were actually born or live the majority of your life. So fortunately in this day and age, things are imported all over the world. So it's rather easy to get some of those foods we love and crave. And as I mentioned earlier, one size does not fit all. So just because there's trend food consumption, like in the vegan world, it was jackfruit for a while. It's still out there. It's made it into a lot of products. It's such a fun fruit. It's this huge giant, hard-shelled fruit that you can cut open that you can't imagine. I, You could feed a village with it, but you couldn't imagine taking it all home and being able to eat it yourself. You would have to can it or jar it 
those kind of things uh, to save it, but or share it with your neighbors. So eating locally is really important. Also acknowledging where you spent most of your lifetime, where you dropped in, in the physical form in this lifetime. Those things will also help balance your system and your ethnic roots. So because we are a society that has migrated, uh, not in all countries, as much as in certain countries, especially here in North America, that um, you sometimes we'll want to acknowledge your ethnic roots. So if you're Italian, but have been born and raised in America, then you might consider eating some Italian cuisine, which again is a lot easier these days than it was ever before. So let's get back to the food party. So lungs and colon, the two food groups in general, if you don't want to think about specifics, here's a good rule of thumb. In Ayurveda, we teach, try to eat the rainbow during the course of the day. You'll get all your food groups in. And then there are seasonal specific things that help with imbalances. It's very intricate on one level, very intuitive on the other levels. So we're not going to get into the finite, but I'm just going to give you some things to think about. If in the fall time you eat your greens and orange, this will be a great way to proactively bring your system into well-being. And you will get the natural foods that are available. So yeah, what do we have? We have a lot of greens available in the in the fall. Uh, we have green leafies, we have broccoli, we have Brussels sprouts, all these things that make it really easy to get greens. Bok choy, which is really good for the lungs. Uh, and then orange, orange foods. You might think of fruits, like the physical fruit that's orange, yet, or mango, but or melon. But if you really also think about pumpkins, carrots, there's all these squashes that let us access these food groups. So if you focus on sweet potatoes, my mind's just going, uh, these two groups are great to, to consume. Now, unfortunately, pumpkin people associate it with a pumpkin latte or a pumpkin pie or a pumpkin bread. However, I'd really recommend that if you bring pumpkin in or squashes in or sweet potatoes in, that you roast them, cook them warm, steam them, lightly saute them, and then incorporate them in a lot of yummy recipes. And over the next week, I'll see if I can share. I have a really good uh, pumpkin and carrot soup with coconut milk in it. It's rather easy. I'll share that online with all of you. And then the additional part that's helpful, and these actually are antibacterial and antifungal, uh, antiviral too, uh, foods are garlics, turnips, ginger, horseradish, and cabbage. Pungent foods uh, are very helpful to help balance our lungs and our colon. Another aspect of colon, you want to clear that out a lot of times. And this is this, this funny thing. I had a grandma that would always ask, have you had a BM, a bowel movement in Ayurveda? That's one of the guiding things that Ayurveda is teaching you to do is how to digest life, how to digest your food. And the balancing through the elements is a little bit different, uh, than Chinese medicine, but I combine both of them in the work I do. So when we look at clearing out our system, we want to make sure that we're regular. And this is how, from an Ayurvedic perspective, we would analyze if you have any stagnation in your system, especially in your large, small and intestines and your colon, then 
we would really work on this to bring this into balance and you would be amazed at how quickly your health comes back. So a lot of people don't want to talk about uh, that they poop, but everyone poops. So it's really important if you don't, it's really important that we get that going. Uh, as I would always look at my grandma, wondering why she'd ask that question when we came out of the bathroom. But uh, now as an adult, I understand the importance and I'm quite certain that she was a reincarnated Ayurvedic doctor. Uh, <laughs> so the other key component here is when I talk about these general ideas like eat your greens, eat your orange, uh, maybe consider garlic, turnip, ginger, horseradish, cabbage, cabbage great for the lungs and detoxifying the system, onion. All of these things may not be appealing to you. So that's where the intuitive aspect comes in. If you have an aversion to something, it's important to acknowledge that there's a reason. Now there might be an imbalance that the reason that the uh, aversion is there, but please don't ever force yourself to consume something that your body's saying no to uh, just because someone told you it was good for you. Again, every biology is different. We all respond differently. So it's really important that you choose foods that are appealing to you. They are nourishing you and you digest them and you're happy when you eat them. We, we don't want any sad faces at the, the table. So that's kind of a, a little baseline food idea for you during this last month of fall to bring yourself into system, into balance. And as we enter into this week of gratitude with Thanksgiving, and a lot of times there's a lot of heavy foods, really encourage you to think about your greens and your orange food and add a green leafy salad on top of your meal at the very end that'll help push everything through because fiber is this powerful thing. So a lot of times people will go for oat bran or all that uh, kind of processed uh, fiber, yet your fruits and your vegetables raw on top of the food, the warm food you've eaten because we don't want to out your digestive fire are going to help push everything through and they will also those raw foods will help coat your intestinal lining if you ever juiced and seen that film that gets in the cup and even in, in your juicer that's because that plant material will coat your intestines and help protect it beyond just that initial consumption so if you're interested in doing a fall to a fall to winter cleanse, reach out to me. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out that works for you and the length of time. Everything's customized. You can, you can do it anywhere in the world. And we do that a bunch of different ways. So you can email me at s at suzannetoro.com. Now, when we want to look at nourishing the mental body during this time of year is meditative repose. We're in the yin time of year. We're going to go into that creative space. The, the more time you spend in quiet repose, the better. And again, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's apps, people listen to music, and I've even done a lot of guided meditations more just as a, a tickler to get you to come in and maybe work with me one-on-one -on -one and cultivate your Jedi mind. Uh, meditative repose is a powerful, powerful process. It's a practice. And initially it's really good to have a guide to help you, um, get in there, get into that deep, sweet spot. And then from there you can go a little further and it's always good to have someone to come back to and connect with and, and Dharma teachings and, and as you open and awaken that inner landscape. So that meditative repose in silence will help with a lot of the deep healing in, in the body 
and in the mind and help keep the mind clear. Ideally, you know, we do not want to have thoughts in our head. One, because we're telepathic, we have two-way radios. Not everyone has a, cultivated that skill, meaning that they can't hear the thoughts that people are thinking, but they definitely are transmitting them. And so the quieter the mind, the easier it is to traverse the emotions that might impact us. And that being said, grief is one of those emotions. If it gets stagnated in the lung, this can lead to breathing problems, AKA asthma. People that have PTSD or severe anxiety, you can start feeling that tightness of the chest and eventually uh, it might affect your ability to breathe in general. Um, so what's fun to do this time of year is if you're feeling some grief, you've had some adversity, we've all had adversity. If you are still processing the loss of someone is that one crying, we're built to cry is a great way to move the grief out. Let yourself have a good cry and then give yourself permission to jump back in just because you cry for, let's say 15 minutes. That's a healthy way to process grief versus uh, going into depression. So if you think about it from that perspective, that's a great way to process grief. If you have stored accumulated grief, reach out to me. I have some suggestions and uh, the sound work I do with people helps move that energy in the lungs. Another way, great way to move grief is by being aware of what you're speaking, shifting what you're saying. If we reinforce grief and sadness, longing for someone or something, that is going to continue to reinforce the stagnation in the lungs. In addition, body movement, exercise, helping build up your cardiovascular is a great way to bring your system into balance. And then the other aspect of a great way to bring the emotional body into balance is to play the opposite game. When we do this, when we bring in the opposite, understand the universe is built on polarities that we have the opportunity to find that which we would rather be in. So if you're sad and you've been there for a while, the opposite of that is going to be some joy, happiness, peace. So whatever it is, if you look for it, that's out there holding the opposite tension in the physical, emotional, and mental body. And a simple way to do that is just remind yourself, what makes me happy? What do I enjoy? What makes me laugh or whatever you're looking for? What makes me feel peaceful? That will bring you into that place of equanimity with yourself and it'll help when you bring that remedy in of the opposite whether it's calm peace joy happiness compassion love when you're experiencing sadness that will help heal that grief heal that sadness that's why we want to hug when we're sad because we want some love it's like a beautiful band-aid so this so far has been just a little, 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 little taste of how we can dive into food, our mental food, physical food, emotional food. And then the last aspect, spiritual food, I touched on meditation, but the spiritual food, you know, it's going to vary based on your belief system. And a belief is that it's a belief. It's not necessarily a science, but it has something to it that's unexplainable to you and that's very personal and private. So I always encourage everyone to nourish their belief system. 
If you believe in nature, I encourage you to go get out there in nature. If you believe in mushroom shamans, then I encourage you to go commune with the mushroom shamans. If you believe in a Christian faith, a Jewish faith, uh, whatever faith, get that out there and practice in it. Be good at it. Be adept at it. That in itself will help balance more than you can ever imagine during the process of all the seasons. Especially though when we're dealing with grief, that usually means there's a loss. So this also the other last mechanism I'm going to give to you is that if you reduce, if you slow down, you're going to open up yourself to see where you're to place your creative energy. As we go into winter, it's a great time to create creation and energy will rise up. If you reduce what you're doing mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, that allows for inspiration and ideas to come in. It allows for spontaneous healing. So it's a lot of fun if you take the pause to look in. And on the final note, I, I'm going to give a shout out. I've done it a couple times over this broadcast is that if you do want to unlock your potential, you want to find your perfect recipe, look at what's happening this fall, just reach out to me at s at suzannetoro.com. In addition, you can do a cleanse. You can work with me on a annual cycle so you can really figure out your rhythms or uh, ad hoc as needed. And then uh, I just blended a beautiful immunity, a well-being tea that will help support you proactively retain balance during the fall and winter months. So if you're interested in any of that or you want to learn more about what I've shared, please feel free to reach out and email me or DM me on any of the social media sites and we can deepen the discourse. Final practice for this week is if you can utilize thanks, gratitude as inspired and generosity. Uh, that's one way to get out of the way of yourself. Gratitude shifts our attitude and not just being thankful. I posted this week for things that you have, but just the gratitude for mother nature, all these mysterious things that support us, especially when we feel a little bit unsure of what's actually happening here on planet earth. As I joked in the beginning, we've basically been in a twilight zone and hopefully we'll reemerge. Not hopefully, we will reemerge stronger, wiser, and more willing to stay aware in this next epoch on planet Earth. So until next time, this is she signing out with a little bit more random rab, the river. Let this energy run through you. Anything that's stuck in the lungs, stuck in your intestines, your colon, let it run through like a river. Let it out. Let it go. Return it to the earth. Let it become something else. Create the space for the possibility that exists around all of us. Until next time, this is she signing out with a gentle smile, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simple.
to be simply this is Suzanne Toro aka she you can anticipate being inspired discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration without further ado let's dive into be simply 